Now, y'all know we love to support our Black-owned businesses. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners is the only 100% Black-owned company in the sanitary napkin space. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners are infused with the Nobel Prize-winning material, Great Bean. Rain products are designed to keep women comfortable and dry with their super absorbent system. And best of all, y'all, all Rain products are $6 to purchase. You heard me, $6. All you need to do is head over to www.rainpads.com and you can also visit jfmj.org to get more information on their educational and awareness campaigns. Shop on. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Well, I've been out of town for work. It was a busy week away and i literally go away again tomorrow like Mm -hmm. enough (laughs) um so that was that and then this weekend because the week was so busy Mm -hmm. and i wasn't at home Mm -hmm. i just wanted to be home yeah so i did do some grocery shopping and it was nice to be in my space Mm -hmm. even if you like hotels and you like traveling there's nothing like being back in your bed your home your bathroom you know what i mean yeah so, outside of just chilling, grocery shopping, and repacking, mm-hmm. I had a pretty chill time. It was also our anniversary, guys. Yes. Five years. Five Ooh, years burr, burr, of burr, podcasting. Burr. So, we hung out yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're washed. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> washed. It was like 1230, and I was like, I'm sitting here. We both nodding <laughs> off. Yeah, but I was tired. It was just a long day. After a couple glasses of sangria, <laughs> we're 45 years old. And that's okay. Cause Hilarious. when Sydney left, I went straight to sleep. I went straight home and went to I, sleep. It wasn't even like, a, you know, sometimes you like you feel like you're sleeping and you get in the bed and you're like, dang, I'm up. Yeah. I was not. I yeah. got right in that bed and was knocked out. I, I laid in my bed. I grabbed the remote and I said, girl. And I didn't even turn the TV you on. Either. You know like, tired you... when you don't even do that. Right. I didn't even turn the TV on. <laughs> I just literally just shut my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I slept really well. I did too. Yeah. Did so too. that was me. Uh, this week was, it was like Murphy's Law. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Nothing would. And that's real weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just a lot going on this week. Y'all pray for my car. <laughs> they gonna be alright. Her car is, um, non-binary. <laughs> right. So, we don't, we're not, her car does not have gender. Right, but... Y'all pray for my car that it can make it, you know, maybe a couple more months. That would be nice. They gonna be alright. <laughs> they gonna pull through. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a little bit of a rough week. This week coming up is busy. So like, I need, I think I need to play in some like downtime soon. I could just like relax, do nothing. Maybe in like a hotel locally to just. Sometimes that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Like with my upcoming trip. I will have some downtime tomorrow, mm-hmm. and actually, 
like the fact that I'll be away with the downtime. Mm-hmm. It's nice to like clear your mind and you know, new space and mm-hmm. I have my book and I just feel like I look forward to having a couple of hours to myself. Yeah. And not be running around or have to mm-hmm. answer to anyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because, yeah, like the next four weekends, it's like wedding, festival, birthday, 30th birthday, wedding. I'm just, so I, maybe after all of those, I can choose a couple of days to just like be to myself and relax because... Well, the next six months is just... You take it up and I'm taking it down. I'm so excited <laughs> to sit down. Yeah. The past couple of weeks, it's just been a lot. And mm-hmm. so after this trip, I don't have anything to like the last... Like I have a birthday party, like a couple random things. Yeah. But my schedule is not packed. Like it, this summer was pretty busy. Yeah. One, I can't believe we're pretty much at the end of the summer. I don't know. They already how... bringing out Halloween and Pelton Park. I don't know how the last year... The pumpkin stuff is out at Dunkin'. I don't know how last year went by slow, slow fast, and this year was just like fast, fast. I like, think last year was slow because we didn't know what to expect. We were always like, especially because the pandemic was something new for us. And I so, know, but I don't like that we feel normal in it even now. Because yeah. I do. I don't feel the same. Yeah. I feel like, well, yeah, this is life. Yeah. But, but that's where we at. Right. It only takes 21 days to create a habit, and we didn't have 21 days a couple times over. Almost two years. <laughs> right. Crazy. So. Yeah, I look forward to sitting down and yeah. have some house projects that I've been neglecting because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it. <laughs> and I just want some quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. What's going on in TV? Um, oh, I know y'all, before I go to TV, mm-hmm. now y'all know, we don't really do the current pop culture shit no more. Right. Because we just don't want to. Right. We don't feel like But it. if there is something but notable. But if there's something we want to talk about, we talk. I just want to talk about the Hood Olympics <laughs> crate jumping <Yeah>. experience. <laughs> Please don't break your neck. I saw someone doing it today on concrete. I said, you're asking I mean, you're I, asking for at minimum scrapes. Correct. At minimum. I have seen a lot more failures <laughs> than successes thus far. Yeah. And I just want to remind people, it's okay to sit out on the trend. And I'm sometimes. like, do y'all got extra crates on deck? Because when some of them fall, they be breaking them crates. I do try to figure out where the crates are at. And I know y'all not all going to the dollar store to buy these uh, crates. Absolutely not. Y'all <laughs> better not be like behind shopping you know the shopping centers they might be picking up they might crates, be at this point and stuff because i'm like be. where y'all get all these crates from and who started this i don't know but that, i've seen that a lot this weekend and i'm like what is this hood olympics i wonder like what's the next what's the next event because we, somebody got, the crate, make we some, got the crate stairs i'm sure somebody what's will the next think event? of something i need the next event to be but a i just safer. want everybody to know don't break your neck trying to participate. It's right. Yeah. It's the hood Olympics ain't for everybody. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I saw it was one. He was a, a little bit of a bigger fella. Did he make it? Girl, no. Oh. He I was shaking like a stripper in church on that top one. <laughs> on that top. Why not top. just jump off? He was just the one. Like I wish y'all could see me, but he was literally up there like, <laughs> the <laughs> like one, shaking. The one guy I saw. That was successful. Um, he was rolling a joint. He, see, he was at peace. 
He probably already smoked a J. And he, and he was, he was just at peace. Walking up and rolling, rolling and rolling. And we got to the end. He took his time. Everybody was so hyped. They were like, get him a lighter. Get him a lighter. <laughs> I, I love. I, I, I saw, he was successful. I saw a, a woman that was successful. Um, and she walked around. She was collecting money. They had made bets. I said, yes, get your coin. <laughs> Again, so. <laughs> there are a lot more failures than success. Yeah, those so are only if you don't feel successes. like you got it, wait out for the next game. Or like y'all need to take some test runs with the short shorter steps. Like let's do a stack of three. Like y'all y'all Put going some, up to the six right do away. It in, do it near some grass. Put some blankets down. Right. Help yourself. Some mattresses. Something. It's, it's air mattresses. Some of y'all backyards. Like Ooh. grab a mat. Oh, <laughs> Put a mattress on each side. Like come on. Help yourself out. <laughs> Essentially, help yourself out. <laughs> right. I've seen way too many busted butts trying to do. I'm this sure that wind was knocked out of some of them. People. Oh my god, it looked yeah. painful. Yeah. Anyway, that's your pop culture moment. <laughs> All right, Bravo moment. What a week for the housewives. Mm. Every episode, I was like, ooh. Mm-mm. So we'll start with Potomac. I just want to do the highlights, so it won't be too too long. Mm-hmm. So the girls are still away in the Williamsburg, Virginia. And you guys, y'all know last week I talked about Giselle and Robin. Yeah. Well, it's continuing. Of course. So we're just going to get to the meat of this. Mm-hmm. As you know, they've been commenting on Wendy's, they feel personality change and her clothing changes. Um, Just a bunch of miserable women, if you ask me. Right. Because ain't that the point of getting work done? So if you want to feel better, show it you off. feel better. Right. So they, I want to just talk about when they go to dinner. So they go to dinner and they bring up. Um, actually, I want to talk two things at this dinner. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Giselle and how, again, she could be very hypocritical because she has no problem talking about anyone's relationship, look or whatever, or inserting herself with her unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. But it's like, God forbid you ask her something, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple examples before you even get to Wendy. <clears throat> Robin is talking about how she's feeling like she's in like depression, like a seasonal depression it's been hard for her to, you know, even, like, wake up her kids up in the morning. You know, she feels like it's impacting her motherhood, her relationship with Juan. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the women were being more sympathetic. Giselle, who's, like, her bestie, is like, well, that's not attractive. I mean, how do you think he's going to marry you when you're just sleeping around? And it's like, oh sleeping Lord. all day. And it's like, so your friend is telling you that she's feeling depressed and your and first you thought about... is, that's not attractive. <laughs> Gross. For one, I would think mother to mother, you'd be more concerned about why she talked about how her kids aren't doing in school. Cause you, and one could argue one is a parent too. Right. But I go yeah. go there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, if, if her sons may not, one of her kids weren't doing good in a certain class, he has two parents. Mm. Even if Robin acknowledges she's been off her game. Yeah. She's not a single parent. Right. So I do want to note that. I, I was like, well, let's not put all that on her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, her response was so, to me, like, not a, do you need help? Do you think you need a therapist? Do you need a, or mm-hmm. I felt that way, and this is what helped me. It was very much so, like, you need to, you know, tighten up. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, maybe that's her way, but I just feel like in the moment, it just came off harsh compared to the other women, and they're mm-hmm. so close. Mm-hmm. Then we get to Candace, who's talking about, you know, her career, she's doing music, acting. Her husband is being her manager right now. And she's talking about kind of like how they're trying to balance it mm-hmm. with her career. And, you know, they're still married, so turn it off. Mm-hmm. And Giselle was like, 
basically coming at her and his relationship like, and you're okay with him being a manager? Like, he doesn't have a job? I, I feel like that's a come up. I feel like... And it's just so negative. Like, right. you don't know that man like that. Candace mm-hmm. is okay with their arrangement right now. Why not be supportive? It just right. She just seems so negative. Yeah. So then we get to Wendy where they bring up Wendy's clothing and her personality change. Mm-hmm. They feel she has changed. Um, they feel like the new Wendy lacks substance. I was like, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Robin called her loose. Uh-uh. And... You know, they were talking, you know, you're the professor, da 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 which Wendy was very classy. I wanted her to be a little bit more shady with the class. Mm-hmm. Just talking about I'm a woman and me being sexy doesn't take away from my intelligence. Mm-hmm. Her wanting to wear a dress or twerk doesn't take away from her being a professor or a commentator or her wanting to do a candle on or be a good mother. Right. Women should be allowed to do all of those things yeah. and not be labeled as loose mm-hmm. or to say now she lacks substance, which is very freaking rude. Yeah. And, um, she just talked, she, I, I felt like they was going, I just felt like it was out of line, out of base and it was nasty. And for them to be like, we just want to know that you're okay. Mm-hmm. No, you, you don't care if she's okay. Yeah. Saying she's loose and lacks substance and then wrap it up and say, well, we just want to make sure you're good. That's not how you check in on somebody. <laughs> that's that's the opposite of how you should check in Because y'all not somebody. concerned about her. Right. I personally feel like it's jealousy. Mm-hmm. Why are you so hype on somebody else's boobs? And she talked about how, like, last year when you know her, she was like, I had a child three months ago. Mm-hmm. She was like, I wasn't feeling like myself. My body wasn't, I wasn't feeling my best. She was like, now I'm feeling good. She was like, my boobs haven't even dropped yet. Relax. <laughs> and so the last thing I'll say with Potomac is the next day they were getting ready for the activities mm-hmm. and Karen and Wendy had a really cute moment. And I want to highlight Karen because she's one of my faves for a reason. Mm-hmm. Wendy was more covered up and Karen was like, so we about to go to the pool. Why are you so covered up? She was mm-hmm. like, and I hope it's not because of what you heard last night. And if you change because of that, she was like, Take this shit off right now. Go put something else on. Yeah. Because she was like, you're a beautiful woman. You can't let these women dictate. You're a grown woman. You wear whatever you want to wear. Mm -hmm. And this is what I will say. She said something funny. She said, Giselle has been wiggling her fat vagina around us for five years. You certainly can wear what you want. And so, ouch. (laughs) Wow. wow. I love Karen. Karen is such a good. Mm -mm. She's good. Yeah. Coming with the... And it was a very cute, touching moment because Wendy got emotional. Mm-hmm. And how it really offended her to have these women who she thought were her friends to talk, say she's loose and lacks substance over yeah. some cleavage tops. Mm-hmm. Like, relax. Mm. Yeah. Put on a cleavage top. Maybe you need to be more loose. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving <laughs> on to New York. I want to be brief. So we know New York has been a touchy season. The women... These white women have showed their true colors. But the thing that I will acknowledge is, over the episodes, mm-hmm. Sonya got it relatively early and has been very, I want to learn, and has been shown some allyship and has said, like, it's not about us. It's let's listen, let's learn. Mm-hmm. Luann has learned, and she's behavior has adjusted. Even if she's still racist, she know to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> at minimum, she know. You know what I'm saying? Like, at yeah. minimum, she know to be quiet. Yeah, yeah. Ramona has not. 
They go to this dinner. Um, for one, she's just a terrible guest. Mm-hmm. She up in the ladies' kitchen, up in other parts of her home. And then they get to this part where they were answering discussion questions. And this crowd is... Uh, the host of the home is white. Ebony's mm-hmm. other friends are black. Mm-hmm. And there were these discussion questions. And the question was talking about... I forget the question, but the lady was talking about how... You know, she has a son, and last year, her son almost died because of, we know how it is with black women giving birth, the challenges that are there. And she was trying to speak on those challenges, and Ramona came in and was like, I don't, like, is that really the case? How do you know it was racial? How do you know? Not really giving her a chance to speak. Mm -hmm. And she tells me, well, you know, when I gave birth, I was in a lot of pain, and my nurse and she was black. She didn't care. She didn't give me medicine. I'm First so ter- of all, timing. Like, timing. Uh, for you to tell your story, there's timing and there's appropriateness of when timing. She has no... And then you clearly don't understand that I'm not talking about an isolated incident. I'm right, talking so about... She was, right, so then she started to kind of continue on. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm curious of this reunion. Mm-hmm. I know she'll be questioned about it, and I am curious of her answers. I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be BS, but I'm curious because she has showed her behind in so many ways. I can't even, yeah. like, I just can't. Yeah, she getting on my damn nerves. Mm. Yeah, but I'm also irritated with Ebony because, to me, you weren't defending. She wasn't protecting her friends enough. With Ramona. Yeah. Sitting there just like, ah, let's just ignore her. You should have shut her down. You should have asked Ramona to leave. Mm. This was your event at your friend's home hosted. You invite these ladies. Ramona continuously is acting up and validating people's experiences. Um, all up in the girls' home and other places. To me, I wanted Ebony to be like, Ramona, if you're not going to behave, I'll get you a car. You can leave right now. Mm. You're not going to be all up in my friend's home and her kitchen I'm like, you're not going to keep cutting off my friends who are sharing their experiences. If you can't behave, you need to leave. That's what I wanted to see from Ebony. Yeah. I the think... grace that she gives this lady is beyond to me in yeah. a way that, like, if there's some accountability here that I don't believe she is serving at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And she keeps talking about, I know her heart. Do you? Yeah. You don't know her heart. Not with this sort of behavior. Or do you just, because you want to be friends with her, want to, to continue to excuse it? Correct. Yeah. What is it? Because, like, to me, her behavior at this party, you should at minimum been like, cut it, stop it. Even Sonia, while drunken and it wasn't quite appropriate, was telling her, <laughs> Shut up! Stop uh-huh. cutting people off. Be better. St- like, even she was saying it. And I just feel like these are your friends. It's your friend's home. Um, Protect that. And be yeah. like, don't... If you're not going to act right, leave. Yeah. That's always something I've wondered about Real Housewives and other shows. When they have, like, these events at other people's houses or, like, hosted by certain people... Is it the producers of the show asking for someone to host, or would they have had this event anyways, and they are just bringing their castmates along with them? Right. Always in wonder, this like, case, who initiates? In this case, she says they've done these dinners before. Okay. And so then, it seems like they were. She was just bringing them, extending along. an invitation. So in which case, yeah, yeah. So it's like then, yeah. 
because they weren't check just your doing people. this event for right. the show. Then check your check the guests that added yeah. add-ons. You're you a plus They're one. your responsibility. Yeah, you're, they're your pluses, yeah. And I would have wanted to see that more, so I was irritated with her about that. Yeah. Anyway, last but not least, Beverly Hills. As we know, this season is pretty much about Erica and her husband. Oh, right. So this week, you know, more stuff comes out mm-hmm. about what has happened, the money, you know, Erica's listed. And so we're, they're back from their trip in their home and Sutton kind of, I'm get to the highlight, the bulk of this meeting. Sutton wants to meet with all the ladies without Erica to talk. And she was like, look, I feel for Erica. Mm -hmm. She was like, but I have concerns with spending more time with her with these allegations. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to be connected to it. Um, I wouldn't want any of us to be connected to it. She's basically saying, you know, she even talked to her lawyer about it. She doesn't want it to ruin her reputation. Sutton is a businesswoman herself. She's on the board of several charitable organizations, and she just is like, I'm not sure how much I want to spend time with her as things keep coming out. Okay. And I think that's fair. Yeah. And I think some of the ladies are being phony. Um, because I feel like they have the same question Sutton has because what Erica's statements are saying aren't really the math not mathing. Mm-hmm. And Erica has never said, to my knowledge at this point, there's certain things I just can't talk to you about. To me, that would have been better than what she's sharing. Yeah. For her to be like, I'm, I'm not involved. I hope y'all can believe me, but I can't go into detail. Because mm-hmm. I got to be honest, the, the little snippets of information she, she gives, when you stack that up, it sounds weird. Mm-hmm. And I am surprised at her lawyers even thinking she should it was a good season. idea that she should have finished this season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically, the ladies talk, and they kind of, a good portion of them kind of agree with something like, it's something to consider. You know, Dorit says she spoke to her husband about it, and Kyle says she went to her friend's husband, who's a lawyer, to just try to understand. So they all are trying to get it, and they all have questions about it. So then Kyle has some, like, Christmas dinner, and all the ladies come, including Erica. And I don't know who brings it up first, but it comes out that they had this meeting where Erica wasn't involved. Mm-hmm. And obviously Erica has an attitude about it. One, there's some allegations that she was tipped off prior, which I believe. I don't believe Erica came in at Christmas dinner and didn't know somebody told that hooker they Damn. met previously. Yeah. I just don't believe that was the first time she hearing it. Mm-hmm. And Sutton Kansa explains her point of view. And uh-huh. Erica's like, it's crazy how you're making this about you. And my whole thing is, it's kind of crazy that you are getting angry mm-hmm. at the women having questions. Mm-hmm. Now, you do have some control with these women. You can talk to them off camera if you want. But at the end of the day, if they're your friends... And all the stuff they heard about your marriage and time time they know you, now all that really wasn't that true. And now it's all this confusion. I think it's normal for them to have questions. Especially because they're using um, footage from their show in court. Like, they could eventually ask some of the other housewives to come and as witnesses. Ding, ding, ding. And I read an article that they have asked for the housewives 
texts and phone calls I'm and conversations. See, see. And this is what yeah, Sutton... I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> like, and this is, goes back to what Sutton was saying. Yeah. When they, when the women were like, well, how can we be involved? She's like, you don't know. It could just easily be done. And you don't know what they got going on. You Not saying know. anybody else know anything illegal, but I could but completely you don't know. be like, and so I, I don't feel like they're correct. Like <laughs> and so when that came out, I'm like, see, Sutton was right. Yeah. Because it was an article saying that few of the women, they're going to be asked to... Um, hand over like text messages, logs, and stuff yep. like that. See? Um, Bravo, their production company has already been asked to hand over footage, mm-hmm. uh, published and unpublished, unpublished yeah. footage. Yeah. So what Sutton was asking and her concerns about were valid. Were valid. Yeah. Um, and even without the courts asking for that, it was valid regardless. It was valid. Yeah. And I felt like when Eric was in a room, a lot of women who, to me, had similar thoughts and questions as Sutton was pretty much leaving her out to draw in that moment. Mm. And it is phony. Because I feel like you can say, Eric, I am confused. Um, I don't know all the business relations, but some of the stuff you said... I, I'm surprised that I thought we were close to friends where I would have had any inkling. It just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like prior to this moment, I knew you because it seems like everything has changed. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you can say. Yeah. And if Erica don't want to talk about it, which on one hand, you know, she's on the show, they're going to ask about it. But if she wants to, she can shut it down. Yeah. So I don't know. I just felt like Erica's response was weird of people having questions. Mm-hmm. The math ain't mathing. Yeah. All right? So we'll see. This season definitely is pretty much about Eric and her mess and how the women intertwine. Looks like Garcelle and Dorit are going to go at it. And as you all all know, I'm team Garcelle. Dorit, the past few episodes have been showing her behind and not in a positive way. So I look forward to Garcelle shutting her down. Mm -hmm. And that's a Bravo moment. I want to make it quick, but sometimes you just can't. It's just, yeah, it is it's just too much to talk about. Uh, yeah, I see. It's too much. Anything, well, except for the show that we're going to talk about for our topic. Anything else that you've been watching? No, I'm still watching Modern Family and laughing. <laughs> I'm almost on the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm still watching Gossip Girl. Nothing mm-hmm. to highlight there. So I, I haven't started any new shows. There's a new show on Hulu with um Regina Hall mm-hmm. Mel- uh, Melissa McCarthy let me pull up Hulu so I can get the name I do want to try that show sounds like um, interesting looks like suspenseful here it is nine perfect strangers mm. Nicole Kidman Melissa McCarthy Michael Shannon Regina Hall so, it looks interesting. It looks suspenseful. Might have to give it a gander. Um, but that is something I do want to watch. Right. It's some sort of wellness retreat to make people feel better, but I'm pretty sure it's sus, mm-hmm. and there's some other stuff going on. Okay. So, it is something I do want to start watching. Right. I've been catching up on Love Island, which, when Love Island is on, it comes on, like, four or five nights a week. So it's hard to lot. it's hard to keep up with while it's on. Look at them episodes. <laughs> and I kept up with it last season, because um, it's kind of like Big Brother, you know, where it's like oh, always they're always filming. Yes. Oh, um, I've never watched that show. Yeah. So I kept up with it in previous seasons, but this season I wasn't <laughs> able to keep up with it. So I think it was like twenty nine episodes, um, and so I'm catching up. Are on they that. an hour long? Um, some of them are an hour. Some of them are two. 
Uh, oh, God. And then, because it's always filming, they used to have, like, additional episodes, but now it's, they have them on Paramount+. Plus. I'm not watching the extra ones. I don't need the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're about an hour or two. So, yeah, it's a lot to catch up on. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm only, like, halfway through that. I'm sure it'll take me, like, two more weeks (laughs) to um, finish catching up on that. Um, Because, like, I've been trying to avoid spoilers because I think the season's over now. Or it's, like, coming towards the end. But um, that's primarily all I've been watching because it's a lot. And last night we watched Sweet Life. Right. Yes, we did. Yeah, so that's Issa Rae's, which Ray. I didn't think I would get to watch anytime soon. But, Me either, but yeah. it worked. Yeah. Um, Issa Rae's show that she's executive producer of. Mm-hmm. Um, for the kids, and by kids I mean for the people who are our age. Yeah. It is basically your grown up Baldwin Hills. Yes. Yeah. Baldwin Hills, but they're adults. Mm-hmm. They don't always act like it. <laughs> but that's what the show premise is. Yeah. We watched the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. I, not spoiler alert, but I'm going to give you some opinions of people. Yeah. And then you could. So, Brianna, mm, I don't know about her. Yeah. Rebecca, seen, mm, I, I don't know about Becky her. Becky is right behind. Right. And, and since they friends, they're perfect for each other. Yeah. Um, PJ is trash. Yeah. Um... The main girl, I don't want to call her, I can't remember her name, but like the event planner girl, I really do like her. I like her. her. She seems to have a good... And she reminds me of somebody we went to school with that works in PR and does events too. She reminds me a lot of her. I think they just favor how they look, but I like her a lot. She seems to want the best for her friends. Mm Kind of is the level-headed friend. And she's good at what she does. Because the events that we've seen, Very nice. Very nice done. (laughs) Very nicely done. Yeah, Yeah. So... So, I think it's a lot of different people, mm-hmm. but everyone's not a main cast member. <laughs> right. So, I think when you first watch it, you'll be overwhelmed by the amount of people. Yeah. But as it goes on, you'll know the key players, so yeah. you know who to pay attention to. Yeah. PJ and his Honda. <laughs> <laughs> and all I'm going to say is this. I don't like, as we go into our topic that is about a show mm-hmm. that is about F-Boys. Mm-hmm. PJ is clearly one, and I hate how, even though I'm not a fan of Rebecca, Becky, I hate how she is falling under his spell. She ain't gonna do nothing but get her feelings hurt. Yeah. Is what I foresee. Oh, yeah. I mean, I she didn't already got her feelings hurt a little bit. Right. Uh, and they uh, ain't been hurt enough, clearly. So He didn't showed you who he is first round, ding, ding. Yeah. And you still trying to ride off in his rented <laughs> car. <laughs> If you've seen it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, I feel like as Vet keeps coming out, that may be something we talk about. Right. But anyway, yeah. um, going to our question of the week. Yes. Uh, would you rather have Meg the Stallion's knees or had Simone Biles' flexibility? Every single one of y'all chose the flexibility. Like, literally. Some, like Reese P. said, I already got Meg's knees, so give me Sister Biles' flexibility. The modern day case said, easy Simone Biles. If you're a gymnast, you probably already have the vibranium knees due to your lower body strength, constant stretching, and flexibility. But uh, Africa Wilkins, Simone's flexibility, hands down. It was all of y'all. Joyful Locks, Des God, It's Alex Thing, Kyra Spin, C. Every single one of (laughs) y'all. Honestly, I know you have to pick one or the other, but I'm going to put in my card both. 
I'm going to put in my every now and then we can I'm gonna do that for this mm-hmm. both so I want the knees cause lord knows I don't have them <laughs> and I want the flexibility cause I ain't got that either <laughs> so you know what both <laughs> so you know on a good day I got the knees on a good day some days this right knee give me mm-hmm. some trouble but um, I'm gonna pick Simone Biles flexibility because matter of fact I started there's an app called splits training that I started two weeks ago and it's daily stretches and exercises to help get like increase your flexibility and get you back to a split because I used to be there but I'm not there at this point so you know I'm trying to get back to my flexibility so I'm I'm definitely gonna pick uh Simone okay <laughs> so like we've, uh, I guess, alluded to a few times today, we're mostly going to talk about F-Boys because we've watched F-Boy Island, which actually I need to um, get the our, the name of our listener, uh, Joyful Lots, um, DM'd us and asked us if we had watched it. And at that point, Shanae and I had both fallen asleep on the first episode. And so I had, I hadn't planned to go back to it. Me either. Um, but since Joyful Locks um, DM'd us specifically and was like, are y'all watching this? You have to watch. I was like, let me get into it. And I think the very next day I watched the whole season. So I got to seven and a half. So right. I'm almost finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... The concept of the show is there are, I don't know how many guys in the beginning, I can't remember, but half of them are F-boys and half of them are good guys. Self-proclaimed. Yes, self-proclaimed. They come on the show saying that they're F-boys and some guys come on the show saying that they're they're good good guys. guys. So they are choosing to to identify as one or the other. Right, and then there's these three women Women. Mm -hmm. who are on the island looking for... Love, possibility of love, relations, whatever. Like on every dating show. And so, <laughs> while they're dating these men, mm-hmm. they know that some men are good and some men are bad mm-hmm. in the beginning. Right. And they have challenges and stuff, like your typical dating show. Mm-hmm. People get eliminated. But they're dating, but also trying to figure out if who if I'm feeling a guy, is he a good guy, is he an F-boy, right? right. That's pretty much the premise of the And show. so, initially, I thought they would be trying to just get rid of the F-boys, which I think a little bit in the beginning, they were trying to just fish out who was the F-boys and send them home. But gradually. <laughs> then it becomes, I felt like it became who they just had a connection to. Yes. And some of the good guys did get eliminated because they didn't they feel didn't have a, connection. a certain vibe of them. Yeah. Which is, that's... Which that happens. Yeah. And it, just it, because you're a quote-unquote a good guy, which, mm-hmm. well, what is that? <laughs> doesn't mean you're automatically going to get a, a woman to like you or be interested in you. and Yeah, because chemistry still has to happen. Correct. And yeah. I do think when good guys be like, good guys finish your last. Mm-hmm. Pick your face up, brother. We all, we all, sometimes we like people that don't like us back. Mm-hmm. It's the game. Right. And if you become that, I'm a nice guy, no one likes me. <laughs> you, first of all, that's mad unattractive. <laughs> Just a side note, it's super unattractive. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you could be a nice guy. The chemistry not there. Just because you're nice don't mean someone has to like you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and the a, problem. And I want to have it. a romantic relationship with you. Right. Because they didn't say they hated them. Right. They just said, I'm not interested romantically. Yeah. It happens to the best of us, all right? Yeah. Um, and then some guys, as they found out they were F-boys, they still f- felt like their connection had surpassed 
their f boyness supposedly right which i'm like okay girl like ain't the point of the show for you to stay away from them and learn your lesson and <laughs> so honestly y'all my first thought of the show what a corny show mm. this is the corniest shish i've ever seen in my life and i, I the challenges are dumb as hell <laughs> and just on a petty note what the hell are they wearing <laughs> I the have guys, never been the guys. The girls look good. I have never been so confused as to what the temperature is on that island. I'm going to shout out OG Jared. What are you wearing, brother? In suits and turtlenecks on the beach? Trunks with a scarf? Is it cold? Are you hot? Can you pick a lane? She got on a bikini and you got on a turtleneck that's too tight with a suit and a scarf on. Where are you going? <laughs> Yeah, their outfit choices were interesting, to say the least. It's hot! Every time I see the girls, they have naked. Yeah. And y'all got on suits, sweaters. And, like, even going to the pool parties, they didn't look like they was dressed for pool parties. And they ended up, like, jumping in the pool in boxes. I'm like, you was going to a pool party. Where are a, your trunks? Did they not tell like... y'all what to pack? I'm confused. I mean, I know HBO, this is kind of their first attempt at reality TV. But I'm like, y'all need to tell these people with the pad, clearly. No, they need their own island. <laughs> There's nothing, and nothing to do with HBO. <laughs> Just how if I'm going to an island, I'm not packing a turtleneck. Okay? Yeah, I, I do wonder That's just on a side where, note. I was just like, what, what are they wearing? They yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. There's and some other things. they filmed this? There's some other things I can say about people, but I won't. Yes. <laughs> So, um, as the show goes on, though, spoiler alert, in case, you know, y'all cared, um, it, it comes, it brings the question, because some of the good guys, I feel like, exhibit some F-boy tendencies. Right. And so it brings the question of, like, what is a good guy? Um, what is an F-boy? Because I think some people define it differently. Um, and like, I think some guys came on the show cause so the one part of the premise of the show that we left out is if you make it to the end and the girl chooses you, you win money. Um, and you can choose either to keep it all to yourself or split it with the girl that chose you. Um, and so some of the guys that were F boys, their goal was to literally like try to win over these women's hearts so then they could just win the money and go home. Like that was kind of the goal. Um, for some of them, and then some of them allegedly, you know, caught feelings, whatever. Um, and so, with them being sneaky, and then the good guys kind of, sometimes, falling in line with the behavior, it brings the question of, like, what, what, how do we define F-boys? How do we define good guys? Well, for me, for one... I think any guy who says he's an F-boy, I believe you. Because why would you call yourself that? <laughs> right, yeah. So for the half of them who say they're F-boys, I believe you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, for the good guys who, like, they're a good guy, I always question a guy who, like, really relies on that. I'm a mm-hmm. good guy. Because, like, what is that? Mm-hmm. I'm a person who believes, like, if you're a good person, you don't need to tell us you're good all the time, mm-hmm. and it would be easily seen. Yeah. And even though you can be an overall good person... We all do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. We all hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. So that thing gets weird too. Because yeah. it's like, you still do dumb shit. Yeah. Like it was one guy on the cast that like, everyone knew hands down that he was a good guy. Because he didn't have to walk around saying it. He was just a genuinely 
nice person. Because that's what it is. <laughs> right. You don't have to keep talking about how you're a nice guy and you're a good guy. Yeah. It would be easily seen in your behavior, in your character, mm-hmm. how you carry yourself. There's nothing that needs to be said. Right, right. And so, for me, the definition of F-boy a lot of times is based in unethical non-monogamy or, like, lack of communication intentionally. And so, like, being deceptive, which, also, spoiler alert for Sweet Life, I think PJ is. Um, I think he intentionally does things to pluck people's nerves. He intentionally does things because for some godforsaken reason, he gets women easily. Um, And I don't know why. He is not. Hey, whatever. (laughs) Right. And he intentionally uh, sometimes plays dumb. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing when it's very evident. Like, that's an F-boy. I think F-boys are those who lie, manipulate mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get their way no matter what feelings get hurt in they're the hurting. Yeah. Because if you want to have casual relations, mm-hmm. that doesn't make you an F-boy. But the you way you carry it, it. Yeah. it makes you an F-boy. Yeah. And you could be in a monogamous relationship and be an F-boy. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes they associate it with like a womanizer. He got a whole bunch of girls. And I don't think that's always the case. Yeah. I just think it's more about their behavior and how you treat people, specifically in a more romantic setting. Yeah. To me, that makes you an F-boy. Yeah. And I think that's part of the hard part of the show styled like F-boy Island and Love Island and all those things is that sometimes people do go on air with the intention of being fake and phony just because they want to be on TV. Um, and that's the hard part of reality TV in general is that for some people, Especially it's a career. today. Yeah. Because we've seen so many people make careers from yeah. being on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I think of a Snooki. I think of... They've made mm-hmm. careers. So yep. then you have all these people. Nene. Nene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a housewife OG. Yes. Not even on the show. She's the most quoted housewife of all time. Yeah. I quote her a lot. <laughs> Regularly, yeah. She's some of my favorite gifts to use, all yeah. right? <laughs> But they make careers, these yeah. big careers from it. And so now, in 2021, mm-hmm. when these reality casting things come up, no matter what the show is about, mm-hmm. you're going to have a good amount of people like, let me get on here, let me make a moment mm-hmm. so that I can have my 15 minutes mm-hmm. and use it in whatever way for whatever they're intending to do. I mean, even like Love is Blind, Cameron and... Um, Lauren. Lauren. Now, they are beautiful because they actually do love each other, yeah. but they've made a career. Yep, they sure have. They have finagled a career, and I'm not mad at it. They got a book that I think is almost out. I think not it's out, out okay? I think they was on book tour. They got a book. Yeah. They have their sponsored content, mm-hmm. and as we know from the beginning, he was a scientist, and he still does that work. And she was always But she always career. wanted to be this, and she used her platform. Now, granted, she did get a man. Out she of did it. get a man named Love, and that's beautiful. Right. But she she using her moment, and yeah. so you have now. I feel like these days reality TV shows like this, where it's like the average Joe, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I think majority of them are trying to make a moment. Yeah, because like the situation, like uh, it's a lot of people that have they made careers. Yeah, they're making money. Mm-hmm. They made. I get it. Yeah, I get the desire. Yeah, but I think it's also unfortunate because what a lot of these dating shows were originally based off of is kind of lost in all of that. 
because people are just trying to come up um, instead of like going on these shows to make genuine connections. And don't get me wrong, I think a lot of people that go on these shows do make friends. If they don't fall in love, they do make good friends. And a lot of them do genuinely stay friends for long periods of time. Um, but it's just like, I don't think everyone's intentions on these shows are pure. And a lot of times that does come out when people are, you know, uh, good detectives <laughs> of in of uh, the disingen- disingenuous. And yeah. I will say the problem is with these women is then their discernment levels it's need to be shaky. increased. Yeah. Because I feel like. For example, the Garrett dude, girl. Now, I grant I have not seen the entire series. Yeah. So I don't know what happens there. I can't wait till you see it. But what I've seen thus far, I'm like... Ah. It has, it's been in your face. It's very clear, sweetie. Plenty. What, what are we doing? And why are we still going down this path? And I'm just like, girl, this is why you're here. Because you said that you do it wrong and you're still doing it wrong. And I think <laughs> the thing is that it happens for a lot of... People, when they like someone, mm-hmm. they start to just they look beyond, they give excuses, they look beyond the red flags. But if you're really tired of the, tired of the hamster wheel, when they happen, you got to really pay attention to it mm-hmm. and don't excuse it away, Yeah, which I think all these women have done in some form of fashion thus mm-hmm. far. And it's like, it's not serving you, dear. <laughs> Clearly. It's not serving you at all. Right, yeah. And CJ, yeah, I just don't even like her, honestly. That's something I about think, her I find annoying. Um, I think she's a little shallow, if I'm going to be honest. That's I think polite. she, um, because it's one thing to have good discernment and to know someone is an F-boy right away, which she does sometimes. But then it's also like she is very choosy on people's words and ready to just cut people off too soon, the wrong people sometimes too soon and so it's just it's very interesting i'm like we need a therapist on this show like let's work but this is this. why i thought let's the show unpack. was corny because like you have the host who i don't like the how they position the host for mm-hmm. one because i'm like girl just be the host because she's also a producer of the show i i would prefer her to just her jokes no i don't um. need it like stop, F-boy, F-bye. Like please. Oh, I thought she was gonna come up with a new one after a little please. while, but she and kept then saying F-boy, F-bye. The like the phony F-boy therapy, mm-hmm. where some men seem to have a genuine like maybe I should tighten up. It just felt like what is this for? Well, that's why I said it they just probably felt so gimmicky. I think I would like it if they had a real therapist. If I'm I think keeping that it would make. I think that for would the be women better. and the men. Because like she's sitting up here and it's like you just can't take it seriously. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this? Because like one guy was like in denial that he was an. Yeah, that was weird. I think they that kept was... showing all that footage. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. huh? I think. I think. Uh, it, I, kinda, I think he kind of got brought back to reality of, like, what he said and how he portrayed himself. Like an F-boy. what boy. he felt like he really was. It just was really weird. I'm like, sir. That's what, yeah, I think it would be. How the, you arguing with the videotape of yourself <laughs> saying it. Right. And I, I do think some of these, quote-unquote, self-proclaimed F-boys probably played up their F-boyness in I these agree. tapes. Like, are they probably trash in a way? Like, I just, but they wasn't. They not this bad. But I also feel like it's like again, it was really cornballish. Yeah. 
you know, I hooked up with this girl. Oh, come on, I was going to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Come on. You're not that cute. Like, like. Uh, how about it? Doing your lunch. Okay, sure. <laughs> Like that's that's and your it's life. like even if that did happen at your lunch, that don't happen every day. That's like, not your, the one guy I've slept with. So I don't keep count. <laughs> a lot of people don't keep count. Oh, like, you're not even. Say. You're not a. You're not a one in a million. Please relax. <laughs> I just felt like it was so yeah corny. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. They already got renewed for season two. I'm sure, but I think a nice addition would be a legit therapist. But is that show. really their purpose? It's really not. Trying to it's make not. I'm better. making it to you, you know. are. Because that's just like um, Bad Girls Club back in the day when they had a therapist. Yeah, they should have. They should have never let that one go. They should have, and I liked it because they were actually working through stuff genuinely with people. Because as Bad Girls Club kept going. It got just It got to be too much. Ridiculous. It was like, all right, this is not even funny. People was coming on there literally just to fight at a point. And it's like, le- at least back in the day, it was a genuine argument yes. that resulted in something. Yes. They would just come here. She thinks she's the shit. I'm throwing her stuff in the pole. Oh, my she God. She didn't even do nothing to you. <laughs> come on. They would, like, as soon as when new girls came in the house, they would just jump them. I'm like, what is this that? is getting real destructive. This is weird. And not real life. It's not, you don't do that in real life. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, yeah. you're putting too much care and Well, this goes, so it. another thing Shanae and I have been saying is like, we have some great ideas for some reality we shows. We want real reality TV. That would bring TV. a little of the reality back. Like, having actual therapists on these shows where you're trying to challenge people's thinking and challenge the way they go about like, dating. Like, why do you do that? Let's have a relationship coach on here. Something. Like, come on. Because the host of these shows, not to take away from what they do and what they're skilled at, they not skilled at that. They're a host. They're right. not They're right. not. A, they're not a conversation facilitator. Right. They're not a moderator. Right. So and they're a like, host. So for these dating shows, I think, you know, a, a nice idea for one of them. Also, where are the fat people at? I ain't never going to well, stop talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the only dating show that I've actually seen fat people on is Ready to Love, which it's on own. It's all black people. You know, we a little slight for some audiences, a little more inclusive. I just feel like where the fat people at? Yeah, y'all find the prettiest people y'all can find on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, really, pretty much. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> and they be wearing makeup every day, all day. Cause like I watch Love Island, like I said, they literally wake up every day and put makeup on. I said I would be exhausted. I would be tired. I I don't have enough makeup. <laughs> like, well. I- I just got to be comfortable with my ugly. I mean, you're yeah. just going to see it, man. And because they put on makeup and then they walk around in bathing suits all day. I'm like, come come on. I do not need to do this every day. They t- do their hair every night. I'm just like, this is exhausting. I would definitely go on these shows with braids. Like, I don't have the time. But I feel like we're still planning to... Um, unrealistic expectations correct yeah of looking done up every day yeah that's not life yeah that's why i do like the scenes or cutaways in love island where you can tell they don't have makeup i'm like this is real like y'all sleep all in the same room so yes y'all have seen each other undone up y'all seen each other in do-rags and you know sleep caps y'all seen each other like this so like why can't we just walk around like this? Why do we have to wake up and do our face right away every day? Because that's not how a lot of people are. Not the full face that they be doing. Like, it's a lot. So, and then another thing, like, in 
Teal Tequila did this back in the day, but there hasn't been another one to my knowledge since then where people, well, on, what was, what was it, The Circle? It was one guy that was bisexual. Was that The Circle? No, that love wasn't is the blind. Love, is blind. love is Blind. Yeah, Love is Blind had one guy that was bisexual, but I want there to be a show like Love Island or like F Boy Island or any of these shows where like you get to choose your partner or whatever, where people are choosing people of different genders and that's okay. Like you come on there, you say you like men and women and you try to connect with whoever you connect with. Like where is that? Some one of these networks need to bring it on. Like, come on. I don't understand why that doesn't already exist you know why well it's not right you're right i know why it's not right but you know why (laughs) yeah they have to feed into the i guess normal or typical relationship struggle i mean uh whatever this i guess societal norm norm yeah yeah when it comes to relationships and we know structure is what i was gonna say this in this sort of western and all culture the heterosexual relationship is put, like, first. On a pedestal. You know, yeah. On a pedestal, and everything else comes after. Yeah. It's kind of just been normalized as the standard. Mm-hmm. And so when they're dating shows, it's just around this. Yeah. Do I feel like it's 2021, and hello, it's more past due? Like we yeah. have all these TV options, streaming channels, where you can now do dating shows that are more reflective of the times, mm-hmm. yes, they could. Mm-hmm. Will they? Who knows? Yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah, I, I, I just think it's, it's about that time. We got so many dating shows at this point. It, and they're all the same. My God, yeah. do something different. Well, that's what I was telling Sharice earlier this week. I think my favorite out of all of them is Are You The One? Because um, I'm just throwing out numbers because I don't know exactly how many people are there. But it's like 20 people there and all of the scientists have done the things and there are 10 perfect matches. And so you have to figure out your match by the end of the show. And so it challenges what you are naturally attracted to versus who you would actually be best with. And you're supposed to figure out who you would actually be best with. And I like it because it challenges the norm where on all these other shows, they go with who's the most attractive initially, Mm -hmm. but they never... They don't take that moment to challenge, okay, but who would I actually be best with in a relationship? And going back to F-Boy Island, I know there's plenty of footage we don't get to see. Yeah. But they edit to make them all sound stupid because, (laughs) let me tell you, I don't know what episode this was, but... What, I think OG Jared is adopted or whatever. Yeah, two of the guys are adopted. So he said something about and him CJ being adopted. adopted. Yeah. And she was like, I just really feel like, you know, it's such a vulnerable place for us. And that's what I want. I really want a guy who's vulnerable with me. And I'm like, because he told you he was adopted. <laughs> now, granted, there could have been so much more in that conversation. Mm-hmm. But when they paste, put it together, girl, you look dumb as hell. <laughs> He's adopted, and so now you feel like because he said he's adopted, you're so vulnerable, and yeah. you want a man that could really be. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna assume that he's. I'm gonna that assume way. that others were sad, but the way they be editing some of these clips be making them look stupid. Yeah. They be talking about he loves puppies. Oh my god, he loves puppies, and that's just such a connection because I love puppies, <laughs> and I just really feel like there's something there. Mm-hmm. What? If 
over the simplest things. And they come around. I really feel a connection to him because he had tacos last night and I want them tonight. I'm dead. I really feel like there's a potential for love. I just don't know if he's an F boy. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Yeah. I'm sick of it. I think that's the funny part too with um Love Island is like it, it, I think really when you watch it in real time, since it's like five nights a week, you really see how quickly these people say that they are in like with these people. And they like, it's been a week. Like, now I get it. You spend 24 hours with these people, but it's been a week. Like, relax. And so like people are pairing up and like repairing. And it's like, it's been two weeks. Like, and you're crying because this person no longer wants you. And it's like, in the real world, after two weeks, you don't know this person enough to determine if you want to be with them. Like, so it's very, like, interesting to see how quickly they do. feelings they just, get involved they just, and they just, they people just, latch on. The most basic of things. Mm-hmm. But, like, they do all that stuff. And then for F-Boy Island, when they did that, like game where they like the douchebag game. Oh yeah. Prime example, she got mad because they couldn't say nothing about her. I'm like, cause they don't really know you. Yeah. And the dates, and that's the whole quote unquote point. that y'all have is like fifteen minutes. They're not real dates. Yeah. Half the time they're talking about other dudes, not themselves. Mm-hmm. And again, at least what they show us, it's still very much superficial mm-hmm. conversations. Yeah. yeah. And so you surprised he don't no. Have nothing to talk about other than your beauty and your career. Because y'all, you know, she's like, I've shared things with you. Have you, girl? And mm-hmm. maybe she has. But the way they edit it, it just, they make them all look stupid. And honestly, maybe that's why the guys get so close so soon. Because they spend more time with each other than they do with the girls. They do. <laughs> and honestly, speaking of the bro code, I find Casey and Garrett's bro code weird. Yeah. It was, it's getting, it's, it's weird for me. <laughs> Yeah. The way that... They're like besties. But it's weird because like... That's, you know that's not why you're here, right? Yeah. Yeah, well they're going to live with each other. They're going to be roommates outside. That's weird. Of the show and... Like, friendship is fine, but the way that... Was, uh, Casey was trying to defend Garrett. Now you know it was shady. Yeah. And at minimum, just be quiet. You yeah. don't got to disparage Garrett. Mm-hmm. But the way he kept wanting to defend... Like, sh- that's, I will. I would really love sh- to be on the set of just what? one of these shows because I really want to see on the daily, like, what's happening. What are y'all doing all day? Because the <laughs> I guess sitting around, which is why I guess for the men at least, yeah, they can have a closer bond. Yeah, I'm still not all the way sure, and I'm not far enough to understand the f boy limbo and the Stupid. the. Ho- because there's this one scene... They come back at the end to see who they chose, that's all. Okay, because there's this one scene, I guess for the good guys, they were making, like, I guess protein shakes. <laughs> what the hell was that? It was very theatrical for no reason. Excuse me? What? It, that's not the... <laughs> it was very theatrical. What is this? Why yeah. y'all pouring milk? <laughs> I... They definitely played it up. The, I gotta the producers be, told them what to do. I like, gotta be, we that's gotta, not something they do on the right We got to stop that. Like, I need shows to stop that. Yeah. It's 2021. That is not remotely amusing. <laughs> I literally watched that scene like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Even when they were in, like, F limbo, yeah. fake working out and stuff. Can y'all stop? Yeah, and they didn't stay there. Give like, them a, Obviously. <laughs> so I'm like, this is dumb. That 
Where at night they go to their real bunk and in the day they get dropped off at the sand dune. That's what the producers said. And they sitting up here talking about. They literally had them in ho- a hotel. Of course. <laughs> so just put them in a damn hotel. Matter of fact, it probably could have been more exciting to put the good ones and the bad ones just in that Holton house mm-hmm. and watching them go at it or something. Because I just felt like his the one guy has been a long time since I've been around a woman. And making a woman out of sand. It was all three It's actually. really hard for me. They, I, For me, I would have enjoyed the show if they cut all that the stuff theatrics, out. The theatrics, yeah. The stuff it that just you makes knew it was just fake. Corny. Yeah. At, at about episode five, I was ready to turn it off. But I said, <laughs> let me keep watching. Because that type of stuff distracts me. I'm like, this is dumb. Why am I watching this crap? Like, the target audience got to be like 17-year-olds to me. Yeah, maybe. Because it's so stupid. Or maybe I'm becoming an old fogey. <laughs> yeah. Just leave me in my housewives. <laughs> yeah, it, it was interesting. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Ooh. we'll recap when you finish the last episode. We'll talk about the last episode, but... Okay. Actually, yeah. I actually want you to just tell me, because I kind of don't want to watch okay, it Okay, um... What's the blonde's name that kept getting fooled by Garrett? C... No, not CJ. Mm-mm. Um... The... I don't know. Cameron? No. I don't remember her name. Uh, but her. Let me. I'm going. I'm pull up the cast. Okay. So we can oh, see. Cause I don't remember her name. Um. So we got uh, Sarah. Okay. Twenty five. Oh, that's why this is stupid. Cause they all. Oh, CJ's thirty. <laughs> and the key is twenty eight. Well. So what's her name? Sarah. She did choose Garrett at the end. Um. And he kept the money for himself. He said, I do not want to be in a relationship with you. I'm keeping all the money. Can I tell you something? <laughs> um, And, but there was a twist. Wow. She looked, she just looked dumbfounded. But I was like, duh. He said it so many times. Uh, so many times. <laughs> um, And, but then the producer said, that since he did that, all of the money actually gets donated to a uh, charity. Oh, so he didn't get no money. He didn't get anything. How was his reaction when he heard that? He was like kind of in disbelief. Good for him. Because all the money goes to a, a charity of Sarah's choice. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, the producer was like, we don't believe F-boys should get rewarded. So, you're 100000 <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, So, it looks like CJ chose that Jared. Guy. Yeah. New Jared. Yes. And then coupled quote, up unquote, in the finale. Nice guy, Jared. Which, I don't know. He still seemed like kind of a boy to me. But. Yeah, he seemed like... And then she put... Oh, Nikita, Nikita chose the OG Jared. Yes. With the turtlenecks. <laughs> and they were... Are they together in real life? Is there a reunion? I, no, there's no reunion. The producer said she didn't know if any of them were still together outside of the show with the last article i read i'm on their instagram i certainly don't see no i mean you can't you can't necessarily tell by their instagram but yeah so yeah two of them chose f boys one of them got played and one of them chose a good guy Hmm. that's how it ended so well that was just (laughs) so Yeah, I mean, I guess when you try to turn an F-boy good, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Well, I think this. If someone, I think at the end of the day, 
if someone wants to evolve and change, mm-hmm. they'll do it on their own. Yeah. I don't think you could change for people. Yeah. I think someone could maybe inspire you and motivate you, but at the end of the day, if someone's choosing to be better and to grow, it's because they decided that it's time for them. Yeah. As for my theory on F-boys, I think the F-boy gene is in everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody you- or every guy? Everybody. I meant by dudes. Oh, every guy. Okay. I guess girls, we can have our own... I guess it would be for us like a pick-me gene. Oh, God. (laughs) That is not me! Anyway. Anyway. F-boy gene. I feel like every guy has one. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's how they... How it's either nurtured or how they dismiss it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they're born with it. Because they're men. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's just always present. Now, do they feed it? It's like, do they feed the beast or mm-hmm. starve it? Is how I feel it. I don't think there are people are born with it. I think they are taught to be it. I, I mean, patriarchy and how men are raised. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's what. That's my opinion. Niggas ain't shit. Whatever. <laughs> They're taught it. Whatever. Born taught. Whatever. For me, I view that as tomato, tomato. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> At the end of the day, they either choose to feed that beast. Or to starve it. <laughs> As for women, because we can be trifling. Mm-hmm. I guess, like you said, is it a pick me gene or like an F girl gene? Yeah. It's probably more pick me than F girl. Yeah. Because I think similarly, society trains us to kind of be these. And for some, their family. Yeah. Th- I mean, yeah, inclusive of family. Yeah, trains. Not us my to- house. To do these things to be appealing to men. Carla ain't raised no pick me. <laughs> she did not. Um, um, have do you feel like you ever display pick me behavior? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I said that so quickly. Because I, I, I think of it similarly to how men are as f boys. As you mature, it goes away, or you learn to be better. I feel like I had to think on it. I don't know. I oh, guess yeah, I don't. No. I definitely think so. Because you don't, a lot of times you don't realize that you're doing things to appease or to appeal to men until you grow or you actually look and think about it and be like, I ain't really want to do that. Or I ain't really want to wear it. Like, you look back and then you realize, like, mm, that was kind of pick-me-ish. <laughs> I think that'd be very hard for me to say out loud. Although, honestly, at first comes to mind, I don't have nothing. But I'm going to sit and I'm sure I must have displayed pick-me behavior. Oof, oof. I'm sure I have. Yeah. I feel like we all have, at one in one way or another. Mm, that sounds, I don't like that. Y'all can see my face. I'm distraught in the face. I really am. I'm still oh making the face. Because pick-me's really bust my balls. Yeah. They really get on my goddamn nerves. Like, yeah. girl, be quiet. Go make him some dinner. And stop telling the rest of us what we need to be doing. Yeah. Because, like, I think... Women's slut shaming comes from a place of like being a pick me sometimes. Okay, well there you go. I've definitely slut shamed. Have <laughs> to it. I've definitely slut shamed. Mm-hmm. And if that's a form of pick meism, I think it can be based in that. Yeah. Then that was me being a pick me, <laughs> slut shaming others. Mm-hmm. I've definitely done that before. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. How fun. How fun. That's another episode. What are like the pillars? Of, of pick me, because that's a good point. Because there's other elements to it. Oh yeah, 
How interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not going to make your man play at the cookout? Oh, I can't stand them debates. He is able-bodied. Let me tell you something. I can't stand these debates. And if anything, if I'm in heels, you going to go get my plate. Because <laughs> you're not going to have me in heels carrying two plates. I can't stand. Or like, who going to carry the drinks? Like, it's I just can't, not realistic. I can't stand the plate debate. Yeah. I've seen it in so many forms. Yeah. And I can't. Stand it. One of my friends who's older was like, she gave me a scenario. I was like, well, he can make it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so you can make your man a plate. I said, in that scenario given, I wouldn't feel an urge to. Like, yeah. why can't he make the plate? Mm-hmm. So you're not even going to, like, at least walk with him while he make it? I said, is he... Am I getting mine, too? I <laughs> said, is... So I need to be there while he makes the play. I gotta observe. I gotta watch him walk the walk with. We can keep him company. I say he's making Girl. food. <laughs> he's making food. Keep he not. Company. He's not going Jesus. away on a mission. <laughs> I'm right here at the table. Get me a coke while you up. Like, yeah. I I just am like, but one of my friends. We get into base all the time. She likes to do more for her partner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I disagree, she makes it seem like I'm telling her it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not wrong. I you just do don't do want. it. Yeah. I'm like, if it works for you, then good. Mm-hmm. But you're asking me what I do it. And it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. As, as Demetria L. Lucas would say, I think it's something like find the lid to your pot. There are women out there who are do it willingly. And, and that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't do it, I don't do it. Yeah. And I also feel like, for me, the type of poor, blah, 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 the type of person I am, I've never talked to data where it has been ever an issue. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're looking for that type of girl, you can find her. Yeah. It wouldn't be me. <laughs> but I feel like I give that energy out from the beginning. They already know they would be getting that from me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We had a cookout. Get your own hot dog. Mm-hmm. Now... I feel like if I'm up and I said, do you want something? But I would do that to anyone. Right. I, was I wouldn't to say, do it because you're my person. I, if we I'm do that literally, we do it all the time. If, we all if get, one person is getting up, everybody. Yeah. And we do it my family. Yeah. Shout out to my cousin Aaron because it's typically him. Because that's what I feel like is more common even when it's a table of couples. One person getting up. What y'all need? Anything? Can you give me a napkin? Right. Can you give me a biscuit? That's more realistic. Can you give me a bottle of water? Yep. Like, and somebody come with the, the all water. The crap, and the, yeah, the water. That's you more forgot realistic. my chicken. Get your own chicken. My hands were full. Yeah. Now that is realistic. The only time I've seen people hop up to get something for somebody is when someone's injured or pregnant. Correct. Then it's like, you need something? Like, because we don't want you to have to, or like older people. Yeah, we don't want you to have to get up. Walk, like, fine. I definitely would make my but, grandma's plate until yeah. she was getting too picky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, all right, grandma. <laughs> I'm about to give so this So you're plate. like, even then, there's a limit. I'm going <laughs> to give this plate to another grand because you're being too particular. Right, yeah. With but it's placement. like, you able-bodied? What? Why? Why, Why? can't you make your own food? Yeah. Why I got to serve you? Right. Yeah. Whatever. If that makes me a bad woman, then I'm the baddest in the game, baby. I'm Because I ain't making your plate at the cookout. <laughs> the only way I'm making a dude a plate mm-hmm. is if, if he was coming, like, late yeah, so it will the be side. there and it won't run out. Yeah, that's the only time. Yeah. Or if or I make him a to go plate or something like that. If he on the grill and it's like, all right, I'll make you something with all the other stuff because you 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 occupied. Let me make you something to sit on this here side while you doing that. 
Like, yeah. And again, I would do that for who's ever grilling. Yeah. Like, my mom has grilled. I'm like, Ma, can I make you a plate? Yeah. I just feel like my thought of serving someone, because I've done it. It's not specific to them being your partner. Correct. I think that's really is for me. Yeah. If I'm serving someone, I'm serving someone. And that's not a treatment you would get just because you're my partner. And that's not a treatment that you should expect. Because there'll be times where you won't be served by me. (laughs) I still love you. Mm -hmm. Get your own ribs. (laughs) Right. I don't know what's wrong with people serving. Just serve yourself, man. Mm-hmm. I also have a friend who thinks it's weird that when I have people over for like dinner, I don't make everyone's plate. Why would you? I said, why? When you don't everyone, know what everybody likes or I what said, they want? Or... I don't know what everyone likes or what they want. So a lot of times at my home, y'all, when I do events, even for the smaller event, even it's just me and City, you saw the spread I provided yesterday. <laughs> yes. I'll provide it where you can get what you want. Yeah. Family style or buffet styles primarily is how you're going to be served in Mikasa. Mm-hmm. She was like, you wouldn't make their plate. I'm like, why? Everyone likes different things. They I'm may not want, put too much or something Right, they may plate. want different amounts. Yeah. Why do that when I can put out these beautiful platters of food? I give you your plate and your silverware. Help yourself. Different dietary restrictions. Exactly. Man. I'm like, what am I doing that for? Yeah. And she felt like it was... Uh, I wasn't as good of a host, which I challenge. I'm a wonderful host. This is not a wedding where it's a plated meal. <laughs> I said, I was like, so if I wanted, like, le- I know we're going off topic here, but yeah. if I wanted leftovers, you would get up and get my leftovers. Like, not leftovers. Second. If I wanted seconds, yeah, you would get up and make my seconds plate. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. I'm like, you crazy. Because if I was going to make a plate, best believe it's the first one. And after mm-hmm. that, you're on your own. But I'm not making your first one. Mm-hmm. I'm providing beautiful platter plate of food. I think I'm more likely to do the second. But it's in the instance that you said earlier. I'm getting up. You want something? Right. I'll do something I like that. I got your seconds. Yeah. But when <laughs> it's placed on the table, <laughs> yeah, you don't even got to get up. <laughs> Yeah. Pass you want me to that. pass you a bun? Pass me that spoon. <laughs> right. I know we're off topic, folks. <laughs> yeah. Stay with us. We're pretty much done now. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think we have anything else about F boys. I don't and... I don't think I do either. Hold on one. I'm looking at the cast because I just I didn't know if I had any digs I needed to make real quick. <laughs> I think it was really just OG Jared where I just was so like, why are you dressed like that in the <laughs> in the island? What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> These are some pretty-looking boys. Mm, pretty-looking boys. Real pretty. They're pretty boys. I think I think the show tried to make that part of the definition of and, an F-boy. And that's another... Ooh, that's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. F-boys come in all shades, sizes, and creeds. Mm-hmm. There are short F-boys. Mm-hmm. There are ugly F-boys. And those are the ones that sting the most because it's like, you weren't even attractive. I still gave you a chance and you played me. You got those... Fat F boys. F boys aren't always these pretty six pack abs. That's how they. That is not pretty. the majority. First of all, first of all, that's not the majority of niggas walking around yeah. with six packs and perfectly chiseled hair and turtlenecks. Yeah. That is not even the norm. Well, because I thought that about the one that had the, the two French braids. I said, who braiding his hair this whole time? Because his braids was fresh every day. But he wore a scarf. And that's they was there for weeks. Edge control in a scarf? I think either he knows how to do his own French braids, which could be the case because I think he was a barber. Also, then he probably did. He Maybe, probably... but I was like, they was crisp. 
Like, I was just like, who is doing this man's braid? I mean, these are some pretty looking boys. And all I'm saying is, your average F boy ain't this fit or this well pretty. Well kept together. Okay? And they still around here, F boiling, boying. <laughs> Please, just act like you didn't hear that. Just, just act like you didn't hear it. Don't laugh, don't laugh. Okay. You didn't hear that? Nope. No one heard that. No, we didn't. Y'all know what I meant. Yep. Again, make TV realistic. Yeah. Let me let me get a dad bod F boy up here. Yeah. I love which, the dad bod. Which there's been so many studies on how a lot of women prefer that more. Because it's normal. And so that's why I'm like on these dating shows, can we see that more? Because that's why I don't like male strippers. <laughs> you know? Because they give the F boy energy that they look talk like about. that. Yeah. Pretty too swole Which for me. Multiple of them were, were chipping down hamsters. There you go. <laughs> I personally, when I went, I've only been to one male strip club. I was not attracted to any of these. Men. Yeah, I've never seen male strippers. They, it was comical. We should go. It was I, a would, lot of, I would definitely want to. It was a lot of laughs. Because for my bachelorette party, I always say I want male and female strippers, but I've never seen male strippers. I haven't laughed that hard. I mean, when I tell y'all. To me, it's funny. Mm. I feel like I've been to a strip club with women, and I've watched... And for me, I can admire, like, the strength, the skill, the mm-hmm. ability. The strip club I went to, you know, the men weren't swinging around the poles. They're doing that little pelvis pop. Yeah, with that sock on. You know, and doing that little, like, robot. Mm-hmm. And it's just <laughs> funny to me. Robot. It's not attractive. I'm not turned on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what a cornball. And then some of the men had on costumes... <laughs> You had uh, the firefighter, probably the firefighter. A there was one that looked like Johnny Depp. Mm. Get away from us, pirate man! He was harassing us. We don't want to dance. Get your sword away from me! Sword, it was funny, like, and but they were all like those buff, slicked, pretty looking buff dudes, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that don't make my faucet leaky. Mm. So I'm sitting there laughing, like, please get away from me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But also, I just there's something about men dancing seductively that is just funny to me because i've received lap dances from men dances from people i've dated and they just make you laugh yes okay i wasn't you weren't turned on i was not i thought it was cute though Mm -hmm. and i did love it endearing um and it made me laugh but I wasn't like, oh, yeah. Let, let, let's go to bed now. Pelvis pop it, baby. No, I had a good laugh. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's all we have for today, guys. Let us know if y'all watched any of these shows, because we mentioned a few of the different ones. Like I said, after Shanae finishes, I mean, I already told her then. So, if she has anything to add, she'll let us know next week. I know. I I think I will finish, but... Yeah. It's nice to see what ha- You know me. I don't like surprises. I know. Anyway. I like to just know. But y'all keep up with us on social media, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook. I, I think that's all. I think you- <laughs> YouTube. That's what I miss. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.